0: This is the Bouquet Toss Podcast brought to you by the Budget Savvy Bride. We're here to help you figure out what to keep and what to toss from your wedding day plans. Join founder Jessica Bishop and editor Sari Wienerman as we unpack wedding trends and traditions to help you plan a wedding that feels authentic to you. So before you get cold feet, let's dive right in. Welcome back to The Bouquet Toss. Today's topic is alternative wedding style. We are huge fans of brides and grooms choosing non-traditional attire for their big day. In season one, we took a deep dive into how the traditional white wedding dress became a thing, and we talked about all of the reasons you may actually want to make a different choice for your big day. We fully support and totally swoon over a creative alternative, which is why we are so excited to talk a bit more about what's trending in the world of wedding attire. So who better to explain alternative wedding fashion trends than Jean Foley and Diana Gans from The Groomsman Suit. Hi, thank you.
1: We're so happy to be here.
2: Very excited. Huge fans. So thanks for having us on.
3: We're excited to chat with y'all, and I have a great little introduction here that I'm just going to read to let our listeners know a little bit about y'all. So, Jean Foley and Diana Gans are childhood friends who married their professional skills and expertise to create a solution to expensive black tie attire. From the moment she could hold a needle and thread, Jean Foley was making clothing and prom dresses for herself and her friends, even Diana. Her love of fashion drew her to the Illinois Institute of Art, where she majored in fashion design. For over 12 years, she has worked as a technical designer for leading fashion brands in men's and women's apparel. And Diana graduated with an MBA from the MIT Sloan School of Management, and over the past two years went on to serve as the CEO for two different companies. And in 2013, when Jean was planning her own wedding, she realized there weren't any truly affordable suit options for the groom and groomsmen. Using her fashion industry experience, she partnered up with her longtime childhood friend, Diana, and together they launched the Grimsman suit in February 2016 to create a new solution for affordable wedding attire. So we're so excited to have you both here and chat all things stylish and affordable and alternative when it comes to what to wear for a wedding.
1: Thank you. Yeah, how many, how many conversations have you had about like suiting style for weddings? It's always about the dress, right? <laughs>
3: For sure. Yeah. There's so many great alternatives for brides to even wear on the big day beyond just a dress. So that's kind of what we wanted to chat about.
0: I think that is one of my favorite trends right now. Having a bride choose to wear something like that is a bold choice and it always looks incredible. I'm curious to know, when did you first start seeing women make this choice to wear a suit for their wedding?
1: Yeah. So I think the most... Popular sort of celebrity moment for a woman wearing a white jacket at her wedding was in 1971 when Mick Jagger married Bianca Perez Mora Macias. And she came down the aisle in this like gorgeous white jacket, nothing underneath, Ooh. big, beautiful hat and the skirt. Um, it was just a real like style moment. And that kind of put suit jackets, at least on the map for women. We're seeing it now all the time. You know, Ashley Biden wore a beautiful tuxedo to the inauguration. Women are opting for this in a lot of red carpet events. And we're getting a lot of women that are interested in an alternative to a a wedding dress or a bridesmaid's dress.
2: Yeah, it was almost immediately after launching the groomsman suit that we had Women reaching out, asking if they could purchase one of the men's suits to wear themselves. And that was when we had this kind of aha moment. It started happening so frequently that women were ordering our men's suiting because we had such an extensive size range. We offered the jackets and pants as separates, which was sort of a unique way to sell suiting at the time. So women were making our men's suiting work for them, but we thought you know, we would get pictures back and we thought, man, we could really make this a lot better for them and make this menswear-inspired suiting fit their body and their style preference, right? Because there's such a preference with how your suit fits, the styling of it, whether you're whether or not you're going to wear, you know, a dress shirt buttoned up with a bow tie or a nice little satin tank top or nothing at all. So we, we set out to design a collection of Women's suiting that would also enhance our men's collection and allow both collections to be sold interchangeably. That evolved over time to where we are now, which is a completely cohesive collection across men's and women's, and women love it.
0: I think that's so cool. And it also, I think, is a product of the fact that. Weddings have become so diverse. In um, you know, it's it's not as much for everyone. This like formal party that you're throwing at nighttime. You know, there's options for having a sit down type of wedding where you don't even get on a dance floor. There's options for any time of day, any day of the week. And as we move into straying away from gender stereotypes and gender norms, this is such a beautiful way to be inclusive to everybody. It's a style that there's no reason why anybody can't wear it. And we're, I think, embracing this type of option and really creating space for these types of customers within your company is encouraging people to say, I can do my own thing. I can wear what I want. I can do what suits my body. No pun intended. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I really like to say, well, it's a very like unisex approach to our collection. This also leads to an, a good point, which we recently made an adjustment to in the company name, because we started out as the groomsman suit. We're now called suit shop. We like to not every person is a groomsman. So true. So yeah, so we, you know, initially we saw this need for, Men having very little options, but the quickly, like Jean said, evolved into being, well, just in general, for suiting options, for weddings especially, there aren't a lot of great options. And so in April, we made the change to make our name a little bit more um, inclusive and really represent what we're doing across the board.
0: Congratulations. That is incredible. We are so excited to champion that Feeling of inclusivity. You know, we did dive into where groomsmen even came from in one of our season one episodes. (laughs) And when you actually go into that history, it's dark, it's completely anti feminist. I mean, it's all about men physically being able to capture a woman, right? The Mm. groomsmen were there to help the groom capture her so that they would (laughs) get married. And so I love this idea that we can stray from that once traditional thing and have it mean more of what it reflects in modern society?
2: Yes, I mean we have bridesmen now, we have groomsmaids now.
3: Totally,
2: um, it's a wonderful thing to just have the have things shift to be, you know, it it's whatever you want it to be, and you can dress your wedding party however you want them to dress with options. What we see a lot are brides coming to us saying, I have a bridesmaid standing up on my side. She doesn't like dresses. I don't want to force her into something she doesn't want to wear, you know, and they find us out of that um, need for something alternative that really hasn't existed before. We're pretty
0: unique in that we offer this cohesive collection. Something that comes to mind beyond just fit is the color scheme. I feel like we've relegated gray and black, basically, to a male identifying human. And I would love to talk to you guys about colors, color alternatives yes. that are your favorite. Like, what are the things you see? What do you love to help people outfit? And to, you know, maybe they're combining it with other people wearing dresses. But yeah, what are those that's colors a that you a like? great
2: question. You know, when we first launched the company, we bought the majority of our inventory in tuxedos, thinking, that's what people want to wear to weddings and man were we shocked when the best selling color for us was brilliant blue even men are making that shift for their weddings when even before we offered the women's collection We really we were surprised to see this like a little bit more brighter, fun pop of color in weddings, using a lot of colorful accessories in combination with it. We have since seen you know navy traditionally look just goes really well um, for weddings. It combines with a lot of different colors really well. So whether or not you're doing ivory or fuchsia, like navy always is a great backdrop. But we introduced a light blue color that is sort of a nod to that, like, 70s um, light blue tux moment but in a much more updated fun way and we have loved how many people have embraced that look for spring weddings paired with like ivory and like light blush and pinks and it just looks so sharp so we love the uniqueness that people style these like really amazing colorways so differently and create their own unique look across the men's and women's collection it's really awesome
1: yeah i think another way color is playing a fun role in wedding style is allowing the groom to differentiate himself and we're seeing grooms that opt for like a completely different color of suiting um wow. compared to their guys we i mean we personally love that we've always been a champion for the groom bride gets to wear traditionally a white dress so like why not let the groom do something unique as well And so, yeah, we're seeing grooms wear like a blue and the guys are in a gray or the groom is wearing a brighter, lighter blue and the guys are in a darker variation or. So um, that's been really fun to see. And then also, like Jean mentioned, in coordinating different accessory colors into their look, they're having a lot of fun with their style.
0: I have a question for you. What do you think of grooms wearing white?
1: Oh, we love it. Yeah, we're actually working on a white tuxedo jacket. We've been able to source some in the past, and so now we're kind of working on maybe like a more permanent beautiful like ivory dinner Mm -hmm.
2: jacket paired with black pants is what we love, and then either like an ivory bow tie, a simple white shirt. The key for a white jacket looking great is that it's not stark white, which in pictures it can look like really crisp and white, but it's actually like a nice ivory. So we've learned through trial and error on sampling, but we were excited to launch a white tuxedo jacket soon and potentially some other really fun color options for you know to yeah, just slice it up a bit for grooms.
1: Yeah, we're we're getting a lot of requests for like jewel
0: tones like burgundy, hunter green. Yeah, I think I've just seen in general, like for just regular formal fashion, that's a big trend um, in terms of suiting those jewel tone colors, those like deep, vibrant colors. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. It, it's gonna make its way over to the wedding fashion. So I ask about the white suit jacket for men, because you probably know, you know, the white wedding dress is something that a lot of people associate with purity, mm-hmm. and really with virginity, which whether that's a thing or not for the couple at hand it's still what it represents and something that came up for us when we talked about this initially last season was why doesn't the groom have to approach the marriage from this place of purity yeah you know and regardless of if it's something you really are passionate about in terms of what it symbolizes it still could look really great and it like makes the two of you be like the two special people in white which i just think yes absolutely
1: Yeah, I would say that's more of the reason these days we hear, um, we get the request for a white tuxedo jacket is just because it's different. Nobody else is going to show up in that. And it's well coordinated with what the bride is wearing as like the married couple. So yeah, for us, we've heard less about like, yeah, the whole virginity purity thing.
3: A little yeah, antiquated
1: more. at this
2: point. <laughs> yeah. antiquated. We love how ha- I mean, that's sort of the name of the game is turning things into your own personal style for your own reasons and say goodbye to the sort of reasoning behind the origins of it and embracing it. I mean, I love wedding dresses are so beautiful and I love a bright white wedding dress, but I've also seen like a ton of light pink. Black has made a comeback for women. Um, in bridal. And so it's exciting to see fashion impacting it and sort of feeling less locked into what we associate with a traditional wedding.
3: We totally agree. And that's a big part of what we do with the Bouquet Toss podcast is really going deep into where a lot of this stuff came from so that couples can authentically look at that information and say, oh, that doesn't resonate at all with who we are now or what our lives represent in modern society. So let's feel free to toss that out and do things our way.
0: Speaking of alternative wedding style, we can't leave out the tiniest but mightiest piece of wedding attire, the ring. Rings come in all shapes and sizes, but when it comes to comfort and resilience, it can be harder to find your perfect match. That's why my Halo silicone rings are so special. They're the promise of connection without the complication. They're the symbol of love without the hefty price tag. Halo rings are the wedding couple's savvy choice in metal ring replacements. Whether it's your wedding in Hawaii, a hike up the Rockies, or a regular workout at the gym, your silicone halo ring matches your lifestyle and activities without getting damaged. All halo rings come with a quality printed personalized halo card, a zip up carry bag, and a lifetime warranty. With their beautiful assortment of colors and patterns, you're sure to find the perfect designs for you and yours. Listeners of the Bouquet Toss can take 15% off any wedding or engagement band from myhaloring.com using code HALOSAVVY15. Or you could even gift rings and personalized message cards to thank your wedding party or entire guest list by taking 25% off purchases of $250 or more. Use code HALOSAVVY25. Plus, with every purchase, a portion is donated to a cause supporting mental health or child trafficking. We love Halo Rings and we know you will too. One thing I'm curious if you see a lot is like a mismatched groomsman attire. I think it's it's something I love for the women's side when the bridesmaids do like different yes. colors and patterns and textures. And I think it would, it's an awesome thing for groomsmen to be able to do as well. Talk about that. I've
1: had a couple parties allow the guys to pick like one of our gray variations. So like our lighter gray or charcoal gray, they've kind of like decided amongst themselves like who's going to be in what. So it is a little bit of this like gray scale. But I think where we see that mostly come in is giving couples, giving guys the option to just show up in a Navy suit <laughs> or like where it doesn't necessarily have to be the same brand they're okay with. The color variation, it tends to be a little bit more of a casual wedding, an outdoor wedding um, when that happens.
0: And you could play with like your bow ties or your ties and your shirt colors, right? I mean, you don't have to have- A bunch of clones showing up. There's a lot of options.
1: Yeah. I mean, we see like a lot of wedding parties don't even wear a tie these days. You know, they're going open collar and then maybe the groom is the only one that has neckwear. It's really, really fun to see how kind of creative and like what the theme and vibe is that couples are going for. You know, we've had some really fun like coastal beach weddings where the guys are are um, hemming their pants like they're cuffing their pants and they're a little bit shorter and they're in loafers and you can see a little peak of ankle. For me loafers I'm obsessed with these days especially like a really great tuxedo loafer on men you know with a tuxedo is so sharp so guys are really taking a much more vested interest in what they're wearing and it makes our jobs really fun.
0: I love that you brought up the ties, because this was something I'm just curious about from experts. Is it true that there used to be designated levels of like formal where you would wear like a skinny tie or then like a larger tie or then a bow tie? But it seems like as societally, we're breaking that and even saying you don't need a tie at all. Yes. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think traditionally the
2: wider tie was sort of seen as more formal. You know, you see the skinny tie coming in a little bit in the tail end of the 70s and then the skinny tie kind of just imp- impacts weddings. And then, you know, I feel like trends tend to, weddings are sort of the last to trickle down for the trend. So as the ties got skinnier, weddings sort of held on to the wider tie and then the weddings went to a skinnier tie. And now now, like Diana said, they're going no tie at all. So it will be interesting to see how that evolves, whether or not we stick with like weddings become generally more casual. We don't know because there's also this sort of theory that when things sort of swing one way and you get this huge casual trend that there's another swings right back to like super formality. So it will be interesting to see if even post pandemic will people want to throw on a tuxedo and go to a party like will are they sick of this casual trend and want to buy this super polished look and rent out a really fancy location and have everybody in black tie we hope so we're ready for that <laughs> um But yeah, I I think it's interesting how trends, you kind of see the trend happening, and maybe like a few years later, weddings get hit with that trend, which is helpful for us because we can stay on top of it that way. We can really like love a suit trend going on and then introduce it to our couples the following year.
0: Yeah, I mean, you make a great point. And the reason I think that it takes longer to trickle down to weddings is because it's a thing that everybody has so much pressure and worry about. They're like, are we allowed? to do this at a wedding? Is this taboo? Mm -hmm. And there's no one person or institution that holds the key to that answer. It's you can do what you want to do. But that's why it takes so long to actually get to that point, which is also why we love talking about it on the podcast, because we want to say, do what you want to do. If you see something, why not wear it to your wedding? (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, it's
2: cool, too, is like, I feel like the reason weddings kind of are impacted less with like trend is because a lot of the time parents are heavily involved with it in the past, traditionally. But now people are, people are waiting to get married. They're a little bit older. They're buying houses before they get married. They're, you know, getting themselves established and spending their own money on the wedding. So when that happens, you're getting what you want. You're not having your parents tell you it's, no, they've got to all be in black tuxes. They're like, forget that. This is our day. We want to be really unique. And we're going to do it our way. And whether that's like, you know, standing on a beach with a button up shirt and shorts on, that's how you're going to do it. So we love that. And most couples we talk to are absolutely in that mindset of I want my wedding to be about us, our style, our personal vibe, we want all of our family to come around us and feel like this is who we are, and this is what we stand for. And so it's fun to see that happen. And the traditions sort of peeking up here and there if they want to bring it in, if it means something to them, and then throwing everything else out and deciding this is what we want.
3: I love that. Encouraging couples to really like be bold and embrace like their personal style and incorporate that in the attire that they wear on the big day. I love that.
0: And the best part is that it's affordable, so you could end up wearing this stuff more than once. It doesn't have to be relegated to just My one-time wedding day outfit, and then it sits in a closet, and that's it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we even talk to couples and, like, um, their friends about how can you wear this afterwards. It's part of the conversation that we have in a lot of our fitting appointments, and our correspondence with them after the wedding day, they get, like, this really great email that shows them how to style their jacket or pants with, you know, a light sweater, um, jeans, and we want them, you know, for 194 bucks, they're getting something that they can keep and continue to wear again. And again, our jackets are great as blazers. Like my husband wears his light gray blazer with black jeans all the time. It just looks super sharp and it's fun for like a date night.
3: We're constantly telling couples like to find ways to reuse items that they're using in their mm-hmm. wedding, like whether it's decor or accents that they can then repurpose in their home to remind them of their wedding, like after the big day. And so like the fact that you can do that with what you wear as well. Like for me as a savvy shopper, I'm always thinking about cost per wear when I buy an item. And so this is just like a game changer. Yeah,
2: you know, we thought it was funny that you know, traditionally bridesmaids purchase their dress and rent their and so it's sort of funny we're sort of flipping that over and saying why why wouldn't you purchase a staple like a suit and have that in your in your wardrobe to pull out not not as many men are have to wear suits to work and not as many ha- have to have that so to have to wear a suit in a wedding and own it afterwards gives you that like key suit, go-to suit in your closet. You get invited to a wedding and wear it again. And if you wear it one more time, the value is so exponentially better than having to rent it again, especially since it's around the same cost. So it's a no brainer really.
0: Another trend we've seen a lot of is for women to choose a pantsuit for the other aspects or the other parties celebrations that go along with the wedding. So maybe for their Bridal shower or maybe their rehearsal dinner. And that also, I think, I mean, it is a choice. We've talked about it before. A lot of people say, I'm going to wear white on that occasion as well. It's like Mm -hmm. the only time that you can. But I'm sitting here thinking about what a great opportunity for you to get, as a woman, to get that awesome suit staple for your closet in a different color, and wear it to one of those other things, and then maybe you wear it to other weddings. Yes. The white tuxedo is very popular for rehearsal dinners because
2: it's like it feels really polished and bridal, but it's not the dress, and you're kind of saving that wow dress moment for the next day. But then, yeah, a lot of people choose to wear our suiting for the events leading up to the wedding for sure because it just looks so chic And it's so on trend right now. You know, a lot of aspirational political women are rocking suits like never before. And definitely Hollywood,
0: you know, you see it on the red carpet everywhere. So now's the time. I wanna talk a little more about the actual styling of the suits for women. Mm -hmm. You know, it started more with a suit jacket with still like a skirt, which is Mm -hmm. still a great option. Um, But now you see pants, you even see jumpsuits. Yeah, we love those
2: options. Jumpsuits are so cute. So cute. Honestly, what I love the most about women wearing suiting is the huge variety of styling. So and and it's all about like them feeling like themselves in it, right? So you have women who are opting for a much more traditional menswear look. They're buying our men's pant, maybe our women's jacket, a button-up all the way, bow tie or tie, the traditional boutonniere on the lapel, and it looks so beautiful. And then we see women wearing nothing under the jacket, just buttoning it, so chic, a great heel, and then some really cool bold accessories so that's really where it's like a chameleon right you can have the same suit on 10 different women and it looks completely different based on how they decide to style it Um, and it really shows people's personalities
0: i love that we're going into all of these things because i think for a lot of people especially when they're approaching their wedding from their budgets perspective the attire becomes a stressor a little bit because it's typically just something that you know there's going to be a lot of associated cost with so we, we actually featured a real wedding on our site. It was so stylish. It was in an art gallery to begin with, which was just really cool. And the bride had two outfits. So she had a dress with a cape for her ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then she changed into this relaxed pant suit to be able to kick it back with all her guests, dance, get on the floor, you know. Yes. Do crazy things behind her photo booth. You know, she got to do all of those things. And I loved that this was clearly a couple where a value for them was their attire. That was something where they wanted to spend budget money. That's something they felt really passionate about. And I think we shouldn't discount it as one of those really big pillars of your wedding budget, because it is really important, not just for pictures, but for how you feel going through your day. absolutely.
3: So what about like Mothers of the Bride or Mother of the Groom? Like, do you see the moms ever opting for a suit option?
2: Yes. And the pandemic really gave momentum to really completely overhaul the way people look at Weddings in general, what the what the size of the wedding, the venue, having dancing or not having dancing, the way you serve food. And we loved getting this review from one of the mother of the brides that we worked with who opted for the white tuxedo. Oh um,
3: that's controversial. Very
2: bold, very controversial. But um, she titled her review Mother of the Bride Goes Modern. <laughs> and <laughs> Her review said, it's not a traditional time, not a traditional wedding, and I'm not a traditional MOB. Um, my white tuxedo jacket was nearly perfect. i um, looking forward to finally celebrating something wonderful and feeling great and confident in my suit. So, Do we know if the bride also wore white? <laughs> I got it know. I know, I know. Maybe that's a follow-up for that review for sure. We got to dig deeper in that one. Dun, and dun. To- <laughs> or maybe it was just a really cool bride who was like, you know what? I'm wearing this dress. I know I look amazing and feel amazing if my you know, mom wants to wear a white tuxedo to kind of compliment it. And it does look sharp. It's, it's just as complimentary and cool as the groom wearing a white tuxedo jacket. It doesn't take away from anything. If anything, it's like a great compliment to have a white tuxedo next to a white wedding dress. We have couples do that. So why not a mother of the bride, I guess?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then there's the <laughs> weddings that go so far as to have like a white theme completely. all the guests.
1: maids are in white. It's really, yeah, it's, I think white is really be kind of becoming more of like a style choice than representing necessarily other things.
3: So as long as they clear it with the bride, that's right. all that's, for me, you always got to check that's with so her the first.
0: <laughs> so that brings us to our final segment. We call keep it or toss it. And so we usually will put, you know, the tradition or the trend front and center and say, would you keep this? Would you toss it? Now I'm gonna venture to say, we're all keeping alternative wedding style, right? Absolutely. But let's go specifically into other people besides the bride wearing white. I keep it. I love yeah, it. I, it
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I love it. It's just the way you do it. You don't show up to a wedding in a in a wedding dress, <laughs> but can you wear white? Yeah. just. You know, you got to figure out how to do it to where you're not overpowering the moment for the bride and mm-hmm. and her look. But there's, I think it's so chic. I think white is just such a beautiful color and and classy, and it can be casual or formal, so it's perfect for and wedding. It's
1: like all all year round, too. It's a color that can be worn all year round, which is really fun.
0: Jess, go for the controversy. I know, I know you too well. <laughs> Tell us why you're tossing it. Go ahead. I mean. <laughs>
3: To me, it's, it. you have to check with the bride. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would personally, I would never show up to somebody else's wedding in white. It just, I, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't dare, but if it's fine with the bride, it's all up, it's all I her.
2: would not dare it either I will <laughs> yeah I will you have say to, that. it has to be approved
1: by the bride Pre-approval to, required.
2: Staff, and that's a simple thing show a picture of the dress I mean I know even I would even tread lightly on like a cream dress with flowers on it like you just don't know and the last thing you want to do is upset a bride For and sure. it's an emotional day as it is she maybe wouldn't care at all, but you do have to be careful. So always check with the bride. But do I love the look? Yes.
3: Yes. Love the look. Absolutely. Very chic. Just get pre-approval from the bride. (laughs) Pre-approval. Yeah.
1: We actually might. I have um, two friends, grooms getting married and their theme is glam. And they said, Diana, that means you can wear white to our wedding if you want. And I was like, oh, I just might. Thank you. So this is giving me, this conversation is giving me the confidence and encouragement to just find that dynamite white dress for their wedding.
0: That's so cool. I love it. So before we head out, we always like to close with a fun wedding fact. This one is particularly apropos. So I'm going to read a little bit about how suits for women came to be. So a year after the tuxedo, Yves Saint Laurent proposed his first pantsuit in his spring-summer 1967 collection. It was an unusual design for a suit, which was traditionally worn with a skirt for women then. Uh, but just as he did for the tuxedo, he adapted the traditionally masculine suit for the female body. The sleeves were fitted, the waist belted, the wide pants were flattering for the legs, and typically, female accessories such as heels and jewelry were added to his models. Um, some wore neckties, even a hat uh, to dress it up a little bit. Wow,
2: oh.
1: that's uh, that's so cool. I will oh, also sorry. say that that Coco Chanel was also a huge early designer in suiting not necessarily starting out with pants at first but like the jacket and the skirt that tweed look that's still she you know they're still that's making like
2: tweed jacket with the pocket yeah pockets let's talk about pockets they don't exist sometimes <laughs> that that's a huge you know men only had pockets in their apparel <laughs> yeah. till i don't know when till too recently like 30 years ago <laughs> <laughs> women have things, too. Yeah. Um, typically
3: it, more things, let's
2: be honest. Typically more things, but I think it like it goes back to women and or men carrying money, right, and women not. And mm. as time went on, um, the suit, suits were seen as like a male-dominated power thing in, throughout society. Women started to embrace it. And with that embracing came the, you know women became obsessed with pockets. It became a power thing. You, The way you stand with, with your hand in the pocket is a power pose. And now we get the most feedback on our suits is, I can't believe you guys actually have real pockets. Actual pockets. <laughs> Actual pockets I can put
0: my hands in all the way, not just a little nickel, uh, the whole hand. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you guys so much for sharing all of this. This was such a fun conversation. We're so glad we could sit down with you to talk about the suit shop. So let everybody know where they can get more information about both of you and about the suit shop.
1: Sure. You can visit us online. You know, we're a digitally native brand. You can find us at suitshop.com and you'll have the website's really easy to use, customer friendly. You can always reach out to one of the stylists, schedule a virtual appointment, to talk to a stylist in a really fun video chat.
3: That's amazing. Awesome. Well, thanks again for joining us. Everybody listening, be sure to visit suitshop.com to check out their suiting options for your big day. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank Thank you.
0: You've been listening to The Bouquet Toss the podcast dedicated to uncovering where wedding trends and traditions come from so that you can plan your wedding your way. We're continuing the discussion in our private community. Join our supportive group of brides-to-be by heading to the slash community. Now it's your turn to catch the bouquet as we toss it over to you to rate and review on your favorite podcast app. As always, stay true to you, And we look forward to chatting again soon.